0: Om Shri Saraswatyya Namaha Om Shri Sadguravi Namaha Om Samastajana Kalyani Niratam Karunamayam Namamichinmayam Devam Sadgurum Brahma Bhavani Shankaravande Vande Shraddha Vishwasarupinam Yabhyam Vinana Pashyanti Siddhā Vasudevasutam Devam Devaki Paramanandam Vandeja Gadguru Ramaya Rama Bhadraya Ramachandraya Vedase Raghunathayanathaya Sita Yahpataye Namaha Buddhair Balam Yashodhairyam Nirbhayattva आजाद दयाम्बर पटो त्वांचा हनुमान स्मरणाद भवे यम ब्रह्मा वरुणेन्द्र yāna avastita tadgate pasyantiyam yogino Yasyantam navidusura na vidus surasuras devaya tasmay namaha namashivaya Om Namah Shivaya um um Om Namah Shivaya um Om Namah Shivaya Om
1: um
0: Namah Shivaya Om um Namah Shivaya Om um Namah Shivaya Om 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 Namah Shivaya Parvati Pataye Har Har Mahade Har Om The first chapter of Bhagavad Gita Is called Arjuna Vishada Yoga, the grief of Arjuna. And this first chapter gives the introduction to the main teaching of Bhagavad Gita, which begins from the second chapter. But the study of the first chapter is very important because it introduces Gita and also it uh, reveals to us the problem which is resolved in the rest of the Gita or the question which is answered in rest of the Gita or the situation which is tackled in the rest of Gita. So after studying this first chapter, we will come to know That Arjuna was thoroughly uh, grief-stricken, he became very sorrowful, and he was extremely confused. And this confusion was regarding his duties, that what I should do, whether I should fight this war or I should not fight this war, And also his confusion was regarding his own self, his self-image, as I was mentioning yesterday, what he considered himself to be, as a mere uh, body, as a human being, or did he consider himself to be uh, a jiva, or did he consider himself to be something more subtler and sublime, and after studying this first chapter, we come to know that Arjuna's understanding about himself is what most of us, we have understanding about ourself. We consider ourselves as a mere uh, a body with a mind and intellect. But we are not aware in the state of ignorance about our own supreme nature. Therefore, Bhagwan taught the entire bhagavad gita to arjuna and through arjuna to all of us and through this gita he revealed our real nature and also bhagwan krishna revealed to us the duties or the work which we have to perform in this world so that we not only gain the outer prosperity but ultimately gain the supreme goal of our life, and that is to recognize our self. Self-discovery. So it begins, this Gita begins with uh, Dhritarashtra's question we saw. He asked Sanjaya that what did my sons and the sons of Pandu do on the battlefield? Though this uh, whole uh, story is there about this mahabharata but if we look at the names which are there of all these characters like dhritarashtra or Duryodhan Dushasan or yudhishthir we also come to know that they also represent some uh, they symbolically represent something much subtler like yudhishthir means one who is very firm in yuddha in war very clear about his views and his motives Duryodhan means one who is a bad yodha a bad warrior not a peaceful warrior bad warrior The huh. dushasan means one whose shasan is is uh, corrupted not good His is governance His understanding of ruling is not proper. Similarly here, Dhritarashtra means one who has, one who is holding on to Rashtra. So, Dhritarashtra is shown as a character who was uh, blind, but not only physically blind, but it seems he was uh, internally also very blind. He had great uh, attachment to his kingdom and also to his uh, son, Duryodhana, and other sons also, but more to his this eldest son. And he was blind to whatever he was doing. Even when he was doing adharma, our Dhritarashtra did not say anything to him because of his intense uh, attachment. So we have... At one side, this Duryodhana and the entire Kauravas, and on the other side, we have the Pandavas. So this whole story can be taken as symbolic representation of our inner equipment, our mind, our intellect. Symbolically, it can mean that the two forces are there within us only. The Kauravas are the negative forces within us, and the Pandavas are the positive forces within us. It is said that every one of us, we have Daivi and Asuri qualities in us. Every one of us, we are potentially good as well as potentially bad. It depends on which gets more prominence which becomes more prominent, and which gets dominated, and which gets suppressed. Those qualities come up. Therefore, person can be influenced to become, externally influenced, to become extremely good and extremely bad also. We see a story in, uh, in the Puranas about uh, Prahlādh. He was born in a very rakshas family. His father was a famous rakshas, Hiranyakashipu. But still, because of the influence of Naraji, when he was in mother's womb, <coughs> he turned out to be a good person. So one can become good and bad depends on the influence. So here, the two armies or the two sides, Pandavas and Kauravas, represents the two sides of our own mind, the good and the bad. And there is constant conflict between them, among them. The good emotions, the good values, they constantly struggle with the negative values. All of us, we have the value of love, of compassion, of rightfulness, of humility, but at the same time, we also have deep jealousy, fear, greed and all these other negative qualities also within us. So this Mahabharata can be taken symbolically to mean the inner struggle which we have and when this goodness surrenders to Bhagwan Sri Krishna then we can win the war. When we try to fight ourself with our own mental and intellectual strength, then at times we win and at times we are defeated also. But when we take refuge in that supreme reality, the pure consciousness, take help of the divinity which is within us, take help of the higher power which we attain through meditation and through satsang, then we will be able to defeat the negativity completely. So when Dhritarashtra asked this question, Sanjaya now reveals what happened. We'll chant the second verse. Sanjaya vācā Dhrishtvātu pāṇḍava nīkām vyudham duryodana stada
1: vyudham duryodana
0: stada acharyam upasangamya
1: acharyam upasangamya
0: raja Vachanam mapravit raja Vachanam mapravit together drishtva tu pandhavanikam vyudham duryodana stada Acharyamupasangamya upasangamyam Rāja vachanam Sanjay had this divine vision which was given to him, as I said, by Ved Vyashji. Sanjay was a great, uh, good person, a good minister, and very, very, uh, what do you call, unbiased. And Sanjay... The word Sanjay means one who has conquered himself, one who has mastery over his own mind, over his own intellect. And Sanjay also wished deeply that Dhritarashtra should take a decision of stopping this war. Because Dhritarashtra alone had the power to stop the war. And also Sanjay indirectly wanted to convey to Dhritarashtra the greatness of Sri Krishna and his uh, Pandavas also and about Dharma. But since Dhritarashtra was very attached to his own son, he begins the uh, description from Duryodhana itself. He says, Dhrashtvātu Pandavani vyodam duryodhana stadā Both the armies had assembled on the Kurukshetra and all of them were uh,
1: uh,
0: positioned in a particular uh, formation, both the armies and the war was about to begin and here Duryodhana was getting little uh, nervous. See, when we know that we are doing something wrong, then however powerful we might be externally, there is some fear gets created within. Like even Ravan, when he came to kidnap Sita Ji, he was little scared. So here yeah, Duryodhana was also a little scared. So he wanted to speak before the war. He wanted to speak to his uh, one of his commanders and his own teacher, Dronacharya. So, to Pandavani kam Vyodham. So, Duryodhana saw the Pandav uh, Sena Vyodham arranged in a particular array. See, in the good old days when they used to, you now also we fight, but in those days, they used to have those different formations of that army, like we hear the famous formation Chakra view and all. And, Depending on the strength and weaknesses of the army and also the formation of the other army, other side, they used to have this formation. And it was suitable for them to attack or defend accordingly. Like we have in a chess game also, different strategies are there. So this beautiful formation was there. So uh, Duryodhana first saw that formation of the Pandava army and he approached his teacher, Acharyam Upasangamya. All of them were stationed in their respective places. So Duryodhana was the main chief, you can say, of the Kaurava army. But the whole Kaurava army was commanded by Bhishma Pitamaha. But here, Dronacharya was also a very important warrior on the side of Kauravas. So, our Duryodhana, he approached his teacher, Acharyam, Upasangamya. But how did he approach? When we approach our teacher, we should approach like a student. But here, since uh, he was quite arrogant and had his own vanity and all, he approached like a Raja, like a king. So Raja, Vachanama Bravit, he approached his uh, teacher with a lot of pride in his heart. And he spoke the following words. Now, Duryodhana, whatever he spoke, is uh, communicated by Sanjaya. So the following some nine verses are words of Duryodhana only. But it is not mentioned separately as Duryodhana Uvachar. Huh. Because it is his words are, by the way, they are not the main dialogue in Bhagavad Gita. The main dialogue in Bhagavad Gita is between Bhagwan Krishna and Arjuna only. But the secondary dialogue within which this is happening is between Dhritarashtra and Sanjaya. So, Dhritarashtra uvacha, Sanjaya uvacha is there, but we don't have Duryodhana uvacha, but still these words are of Duryodhana, what he spoke. And from what he spoke, we come to know his character, because that was the style of our ancient rishis, using some few words here and there, they used to present the entire character. And by studying this character, we come to know the the picture form, you can say, of Adharma himself. He represented Adharma, he represented the negative qualities. And those qualities are there, as I said, within every one of us. But until we recognize them, we won't be able to fight with them or to drop them. We have to recognize the negativity and should be able to drop them or destroy them. And also recognize the positive qualities and strengthen them. Many times these qualities, positive, negative, which come in such a disguise that one fails to recognize them. We may outwardly do some action which seems to be very nice, but there may be a a, some other tinge or other color behind those activities. It may appear that we are very generous, but maybe there is fear behind our generosity. Maybe there is pride behind our generosity. If the other person can give, I can give more than him. Maybe there is a pride behind our worship, or there is a subtle pride behind our humility also. So we should be able to recognize these negative qualities properly. So here, Duryodhana's words are there, which reveals his nature. So the third words we'll see: pandhuputra <laughs> Acharya Mahatim Chamum. Acharya Mahatim Chamum. Vyudham Trupadaputrenam. Vyudham Trupadaputrenam. Tavashishena Dhimatam. Tavashishena
1: Dhimatam.
0: Pashayetam Panduputranam. Acharya Mahatim Chamum. Vyudham Tripada Putrena Dhimata. He goes to his teacher and he says, Pashya, oh my teacher, look. Our teacher was already looking at the army, but his nervousness is being shown here that he has gone to his teacher and is telling his teacher to look. And if we uh, contrast this with what happened with Arjuna, which will come later on, Arjuna approaches Bhagwan Krishna, and Krishna tells Arjuna to Pashetan Samavetan kurun iti. Bhagwan Krishna tells Arjuna to open his eyes and look. And here Duryodhana is telling his teacher, "You open your eyes and look." Huh. We should get the vision from our teacher to look. But many times we only tell our teacher, gives him nice advice and all, and we feel very satisfied. Anyway, Pasha Etam Panduputranam Acharya mahatim Chamom. Hey Acharya, look the, look at this vast army, mahatim Chamom. See compared to the Kaurava army, the Pandava army was less. But the arrangement of the army was done in such a way that it appeared mighty. And also the enemies with their confidence and their uh, all their expression they looked more mighty to Duryodhana. So he says, Mahatim chamum pasya, Pandu Panduputranam of these uh, sons of Pandu. And they are arranged in a particular way vyudham vyudham means array of that army in a particular uh, uh, position he says this is done by drupada putrena tava dhimata by drupada putra Drishtadhyumna. Dhyumna was the son of drupad and this Drishtadhyumna was born to actually uh, killed this Dronacharya only. See, so, uh, this Drupada had performed a special Yadnya, and in that Yadnya, this son was born, and Drupadi was also born. Actually, there is a story that uh, Drupad and this Dronacharya were great friends. They used to uh, be in the same ashram, and they became great friends. And later on, Drupad became the king and Dronacharya was a poor Brahman. And he used to tell his wife and all that I have a great friend, you know. Drupad is my friend and he is a great king now. So wife said that if he is such a great king and your friend, then why don't you go and take some help from him? We are living in such poor condition. Just as like the story of uh, Sudama is there. Yeah. Similar about uh, this Dronacharya also. So Dronacharya said, "Why not?" So he approached Drupad. He went to his kingdom, and he said to the guard there, that tell him that your friend has come, Dronacharya, Drona." So Drupad came out and he looked at Dronacharya, and he said uh, that we can't be friends. He said, but we were together and we were very close. He said, we are not equal. Friendship should be between equals. You are just a poor Brahman. I am a big emperor. How can we be friends? So Dronacharya got real furious. And when later on he came, this is in-between stories. So lot of these stories are there in first chapter. You have to bear with the stories. huh? So later on, when Dronacharya became the Teacher of Pandavas and Kauravas, after teaching them, uh, the disciples approached the teacher and asked him, that what Guru Dakshana should we give you? Guru Dakshana we give to the teacher. So Dronacharya said, you catch that Drupad and bring him to me. That is my Guru Dakshana. Now Drupada was a great and mighty king of that time. So they were quite frightened. But this Pandavas said, we will do it. So Arjuna and the whole Pandava gang, they went to team. And they caught this Drupad and brought him to Dronacharya. Dronacharya took half his kingdom. And he kept half with Drupad only. And then he said, see, now we are equal. And then he released him and gave his kingdom also back. He just wanted to teach him a lesson as though. So Drupad, when he went back, he was very furious. And he wanted to again punish this Dronacharya. So he performed a special Yadnya. in order to have a son who can be so mighty who can destroy this dronacharya. Because Dronacharya was very powerful, great archer of his time. So after performing this yajna, a son was born and Drup- uh, Draupadi was also born in that yajna. So this son of Drupad is Drishtadyumna. Now when Drishtadyumna was born, Drupad thought that he should also learn all the tricks, all the art of, I mean, archery and the warfare. But the greatest person who can teach was Dronacharya himself. So he sent him to Dronacharya. Very strange stories are there. He sent him to Dronacharya and he went to Dronacharya with lot of humility. And he said, please teach me. Now a disciple has come. Dronacharya knew who he is. But he has come with so much of humility and he has come to learn. And he being a natural teacher, he said, yes, I will teach you. I know who you are. I know what you will do with my lessons, but still, I will teach you. And he taught him. He made him a great archer. He taught him the whole art of warfare and all, how to arrange the armies. And he was very wise, very intelligent. So same, this Drashtar became the commander-in-chief of the Pandava armies, and he had arranged this whole... Uh, Army in a particular array. So here Duryodhana is indirectly taunting his own teacher. He is saying that you are, I don't, you are not so wise, you know. You have taught a person who is your enemy, who was born to kill you, and now he is standing in front of you. He has arranged this whole army also, which you have taught him. So I hope you understand and fight with him properly. So all these sentiments were expressed uh, in a hidden way. Outwardly he was saying a simple fact, but within he was thinking that hope you are, will be loyal to the Kaurava side, because one side you have your own disciple, this Drishtadyumna whom you have taught, and another is your disciple, Arjuna, whom you are very fond of. And Dronacharya was really very fond of these Pandavas. And he did not want to kill them. So a very strange sort of uh, um, combination was there in this Kaurava side. So all these sentiments got conveyed to you know, Dronacharya. So, Vyodham Drupada Tavashishena Tava by your very wise Shishya, Drashtadyumna. Then he started uh, describing or enumerating some of the main warriors, other warriors of the Pandava side. So let us chant the following three verses. Atrashura Maheshwasa. Vi marjuna samayudhi, Yuyudhano viratascha,
1: virasha, Drupadascha
0: Maharataham,
1: Dupadescha
0: Maharata, Kitanaha, शाशिराजश्च वीरयवान् शाशिराजश्च वीरयवान् पुरजितकुन्तिभोजश्च
1: पुरजितकुन्तिभोजश्च
0: शैदस्य च utamau jashcha viryavaam utamau
1: jashcha
0: together atra <tomujashya> Vimarjuna Samayudhi Yuyudhano Viratascha Drupadascha Maharathaha Drishtake Tusche Kitanaha Kashirajascha Uh, Atra. here in this Pandava uh, side, Duryodhana is saying, Ki Shura Maheshwasa. there are great brave warriors are there on the other side. And Bhima Arjuna Samayudi, many of them are equal to Bhima and Arjuna. See, Duryodhana was very much afraid of Bhima and Arjuna. Duryodhana had also learned the art of fighting with that mace, Gada. and But uh, Bhima was more strong and more powerful. And he was frightened of him. And Arjuna was also a great archer of his time, very brave. So he said that there are other brave warriors on the other side. Bhima Arjuna Samayudhi in the war In the battlefield, they are as mighty as Bhima and Arjuna. See, all this Dronacharya knew. But when a person becomes nervous, he starts uh, blabbering or saying something which is sometimes irrelevant also. Or he wanted to uh, find out the mind of Dronacharya. And also wanted to see that he is more—he uh, focuses on this war and doesn't have any soft corner also for his disciples there. So Maheshwasa Bhimarjuna Samayudhi, and then he enumerates the warriors of the Pandava side. He said Yuyudhana. This Yuyudhan—see most of the, all these names. They are there, their details are given in Mahabharata. This Yuyudhan was also called uh, Satyaki. He was the charioteer of Bhagawan Sri Krishna himself. See, many of them had come here to help the Pandavas and many of them were related to the Pandavas. As I said, this all these Pandavas they had married in different uh, this uh, princes of different uh, kingdoms and all and they had good relationship with many of the kingdoms around. Whereas these Kauravas they had, uh, though they were ruling for so many years 12 years, 13 years they did not have a good relationship. In fact in between Duryodhana had sent Karna to go around and uh, show the might of this Hastinapur to all of them, all the kings around. So they were little uh, not very uh, positive about this Duryodhana. So here Yuyudhan Satyaki was one of the commanders of uh, the army. Pandavas, as I said, had how many? Seven Akshahoni senas. And the Kauravas, 11. Very good. Now the Kauravas, they had their own uh, leadership strategies. In Kaurava army, Duryodhana was the main, and the main commander was Bhishma Pitamaha. And the entire 11 uh, Akshahonis were under Bhishma Pitamaha. And there were no second in command. One commander of the entire uh, 11 Akshahonis. But on the other hand, in the Pandava army, Arjuna was the supreme commander, but under him was drishtadyumna who was the commander. And under him, there were seven commanders were there, who were controlling the seven units of the army. So those seven, four of them are named here, that is Yuyudhanda, that is Satyaki, then Virat, Drupad, and Drishta Ketu. And uh, there was, uh, what do you call, uh, uh, Sahadev, Shikhandi, and Drishta himself commanded one, as well as the entire uh, seventh. So in this way, the uh, Pandava side, they had delegated and empowered commanders. See, uh, Mahabharata, as I said, it teaches us not only philosophy, but you can learn a lot of management lessons from Mahabharata. <coughs> Nowadays, people talk about management and all now. So these lessons can be learned from Mahabharata if we look at it from that standpoint. So the leadership uh, was different. In case of Pandavas, uh, Bhishma Pitamaha was the main leader, main commander. And when Bhishma Pitamaha fell down on the battlefield on the tenth day, then Dronacharya became the commander. Dronacharya also was killed and then Karna became commander. After Karna was killed, Shailya became commander. And Shailya was also killed and later on Ashwatthama he took charge of the whole thing and he did some very uh, negative uh, things in the war. So Yuyudhana is Satyaki, a great warrior and he was, uh, he named him. Then Virat, Virat is also a king and uh, of Matsya Desh. And when these Pandavas, after on the 13th year of their Vanvas, when they were uh, staying uh, incognito, like uh, not to be revealed, they stayed with this Virat. So they, our uh, Yudhishthir and all became his uh, advisor, <coughs> Arjuna also stayed there, everyone stayed there, Bhima became a cook and all. So all of them stayed in the kingdom of Virat and Duryodhana could not discover them. And they then had this friendship with Virat. So he also was one of the um, uh, very powerful commander and uh, warrior. Then Drupad himself, the father of Draupadi and Drashtadyumna, he is also the father of um, um, Shikhandi drupad was a very, very powerful king of that time. And because of uh, marriage of uh, these Pandavas with Draupadi and all, they had developed a beautiful relationship. So, Drupada was fighting with the Pandavas. I mean, on the side of the Pandavas. So, Drupadaha cha, all of them were Mahārathis. See, even if you just uh, look at the story and all, from that, even the Mahabharata serial which uh, came on television became so popular because of the, the, there is an attraction in the story itself. <coughs> no doubt there is deep message conveyed through the story, but the story itself is very attractive, very powerful. Then there is, uh, Duryodhana names, Drishtaketu drishtaketu was also one of the commander and he was the king of uh, chedi that uh, kingdom then chekitanah chekitan one of the warrior then kashirajashcha uh, veeryavan this kashiraj his kingdom uh, is there in um, in uh, Banaras, even in present day time, there is an old fort there in Banaras, across the uh, river. So, Kashiraj, Viryavan, very strong, very powerful, he names him. Then, Purujit, Kuntibhojascha, this Purujit and Kuntibhoj, they were both brothers. And uh, they had... Uh, Adopted uh, Kunti, so they were also like uh, brothers of uh, Kunti, and took care of Kunti, the mother of uh, Pandavas. So Kunti Bhoj and Purujit, they were also named here as great warriors. Then Shaibya Shaibir was from uh, the kingdom of uh, Shibi or the Shibi tribe. He was the king there, Shaibya. Narapunga Baha, all of them great warriors. It's a nice name actually. The names also, they should have some power, some force. I said, dhile dhile Naam to, that person also becomes Dhila Dhila. Naam should be such powerful, like. Otherwise, Vikrama Ditya and
1: all.
0: You get some power. Aapka naam kehet. Tommy. <laughs> and then, not much fun like. So powerful name. So these names, if anybody wants to keep, because uh, again the names keep repeating, actually some nice historical names also people keep. So good names are there. Drishtakethu. Meet my son Drishtakethu Sharma. <laughs> 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 anyway, so Drishtakethu Cheketanaha, Kashirajascha Viryavan, Purujit Kuntibhojascha, Shabveshchan Narapungabha, All of them best among men. Then Yudhamanyu, Yudhamanyu, another great warrior. Yudhamanyu Vikrantaha. Vikrantaha means very strong and powerful. Yudhamanyu and Uttamauja. Uttamaujascha Veeryavan. They were also the warriors from various uh, regions. So, Uttamaujascha Viryavan. Viryavan is full of Virya, full of bravery and courage. And since they were all fighting for the cause of Dharma, they had that uh, positive attitude also, which even an ordinary person appears more brave because of that strength. Like in Ramayana, we have the story of uh, Angad. Angad, he went to ravana's darbar the war was about to begin and Ram ji as a last uh, uh, effort he sent uh, um, angad to ravan to negotiate with him so uh, angad asked him that what should be our policy of negotiation he says that tasu that our work should be done and his welfare also you take care of. Win-win. A beautiful policy. Bhagwan says our work should be done. We want to take Sitaji back. That should happen. But it should be such that it should not harm even Ravan. So his welfare also you see and you negotiate with him. So he went. Lot of courage and power was there. He stood there. And after negotiating, when nothing worked, he kept his feet there, foot, <coughs> placed it very strongly, and he said, "If anybody can lift this, I can consider that uh, Sita Ji is uh, is lost." And it was like a challenge, and everyone came there to lift his feet, but foot, but nobody could do it. Finally, Ravan also came. And he was about to lift his foot and that time Angad said, don't do namaskar to me. You surrender to Ram Raji and your work will be done. You will be spared. So when a person is following the path of dharma, a, a, a strength comes within. See, there is a strength which we gain with our physical body, a physical strength. But there is there is much more strength when our mind becomes strong. Mind becomes strong when we have higher values. Mind becomes strong when we follow certain, certain sadhana, certain discipline in our life. Like switching off the tele- telephone when listening to pravachan. Like such disciplines when we follow, then our mind becomes strong. Mind becomes strong when we follow the path of dharma. So here, all of them were very powerful, very strong. Then, Subhadraho, Sobhadraha, Sobhadraha is the son of Subhadra, he is Abhimanyu. Uh, Subhadra was the sister of Krishna, married to Arjuna. And Subhadra is the son of Subhadra, that is Abhimanyu. Abhimanyu was one of the most most brave and courageous uh, warrior, great warrior. He was the only one who knew how to enter a chakra view. Actually, in between the battle, Arjuna also knew. In between the battle... The uh, Kauravas, they arrange their forces in a circular uh, formation that is called Chakraview. And anybody enters that Chakraview, it's difficult for that person to come out. And they had made this arrangement so that they can take Abhimanyu away and then kill him. So they made this arrangement. Abhimanyu was only one who knew. He entered that Chakraview. And then all these other powerful uh, warriors of the Kaurava site, including Bhishma Pitamaha, Dronacharya, Karna, and so many others, they, they surrounded him, and one that boy, young, he fought with all these warriors, but ultimately, his, he, he succumbed to their uh, power, and he was killed. But uh, this was not a proper thing to do. It was adharmic for all these warriors to uh, uh, together attack and uh, it was very bad but he fought with great courage and power he had learnt this also you must be knowing the story he had learnt about how to enter a chakra view when he was in his mother's womb Suvadra was pregnant and uh, Arjuna was telling him about warfare now see one should be particular about what topic to discuss and all but whatever is in our mind, we discuss it. Like after listening to Pravachan and all this whole Bhagavad Gita will be in the mind. Whoever comes in front of you, you must be pouring it out. So Arjuna had just, uh, he was, his whole mind was in this war and all. So he described to Suvadra that how this chakra view formation is there, and how one should enter it, because it is so complex that only if you know the strategy, you can enter it and then fight with them and also come out of it. And Arjuna knew it because he had learned from Dronacharya. So Dronacharya also knew. So he explained the whole thing to Subhadra and Subhadra was listening. Not only Subhadra, but the child in the womb, he was also listening. Abhimanyu was also listening. And Arjuna explained how to enter the chakra view and all. And then he opened his eyes to see whether she is listening properly or not. And he found her fast asleep. But the child was listening. So Arjuna thought that now she is asleep, I can't continue. So he did not tell how to come out of that chakra view so this uh, therefore children should be taught not only how to enter this world is also like a chakra view we should teach children how to enter the world but also how to withdraw from the world we should teach children how to succeed but also how to face failure many times we teach them how to succeed in life but success alone doesn't come in life failures also come we should teach them how to face failures. Otherwise we find lot of them committing suicide and all because they can't face failure. So here Abhimanyu entered Chakraviu but he did not know how to come out and he died there. But great, brave soldier, brave warrior. In fact, uh, later on we'll see that Hanumanji was on the chariot of Arjuna all the time. He was the witness of this whole war. So later on somebody asked him that, Hanumanji, how did you like the war? He said, our Ram Ravan yuddha was the best. (laughs) Aray Baba, what was the best, but what about this? He said, I liked when Abhimanyu fought. Nobody could, I did not see anyone fighting like Abhimanyu. Such a brave soldier. One boy, little boy, and he fought with great, mighty warriors like Bhishma Pitamaha, Dronacharya, Karna, all of them equally great, strong, but he fought with them. That was a great, great sight, he said. So, Saubhadraha, Draupade Yascha, Draupadi also, she had these five children from these five uh, Pandavas. And they were also there in this battle. And they were also very brave. And after the war, actually, when they were asleep in their tent, this Ashwatthama, he, he came stealthily at night and he killed them when they were sleeping. That was a very bad thing for a warrior to do. They were sleeping there and he killed them. But they were brave. So Draupadeyascha Sarvaeva Maharatha and all of them were great Maharathis. Ratha, they were, they were the, what you call, using the chariot, but they were Maharathis commanding thousands of other uh, soldiers, foot soldiers and uh, horsemen and all those on the, on the elephant and all. So Maharatha. So this, all this, now Duryodhana is telling his uh, teacher. So first he described few, his Eva means others also, but he just took names of few uh, important warriors from the Pandava side. But then he felt that uh, I should also, to be more uh, impartial, I should also mention some of our own warriors on our side also. So he uh, mentions them. He says in the next verse, Asma Kamtu tu vishishtaye Asma kam tu vishishtaye Tanibodha dvijottama ta-nibodha dvijottama,
1: dvijottama,
0: dvijottama Nayaka mamasaynyasya <laughs> Santhyartam tan brahimite. Santhyartam tan brahimite. Asma tu vishishtaye tan nibodha dvidyottama. Nayaka mamasain yasya. Santhyartam tan brahimite. Duryodhana says, Asma kam tu vishishtaye tan nibodha dvidyottama, hey <lab> This he addresses Dronacharya. See, Dronacharya was a Brahman. But he was a great uh, archer, great warrior also. And here he was fighting as a warrior. He had, uh, uh, what you call, he had uh, taken up this Kshatriya role here. But Duryodhana addresses him as Dvijottama, as a Brahman. Brahman is called Dvija. It is, there is a very famous uh, verse which says that Janmana jayate shudraha samskara dvija uchyate vedo dhyayi bhaved vipraha and brahma janatiti brahmana Very beautiful verse. It means that everyone is born like a shudra only. Shudra means uncultured, uneducated. But samskarat, dvija uchyate. But when we get proper culture, when we get good samskar and good education, then that person is called twice born. Dvija means born again. Twice born. But when we study the scriptures like Bhagavad Gita, Upanishads, then we become wise. By just studying physics, chemistry, biology, mathematics, computer and all, one doesn't become wise. One becomes knowledgeable. On the first day also I said, we might get knowledge of a particular subject and we are very good in that. But the all-around wisdom we gain from the scriptures, which is very important because life is made up of many facets. So, Dvija, Brahma uh, Brahmanaha, but one who recognizes that Brahma, that supreme reality, which is our own self, the pure consciousness, that person is called Brahmana. This is a very from a very high standpoint. But normally uh Brahmana is addressed as dwija. So here Duryodhana is addressing Dronacharya as Dvijottama, best among Brahmanas. See, Brahmana, the quality is that they have more sattvic quality. They are more compassionate, more forgiving, more soft. So here, Duryodhana is saying that don't bring that, all these qualities here. This is a war. And you have to be strong. You have to be powerful. By mentioning Dvijottama, he is again taunting him, saying that your big Dvija and your forgiving nature and your compassion, because of that only you had taught even your enemies. But let that not come in the way of this war. Because he did not like Duryodhana, Dronacharya. Bhishma Pitamaha also not found of Duryodhana. Bhishma Pitama was fighting this war because of his vow to protect Hastinapur. Dronacharya was also fighting because he was there staying in Hastinapur and he was, uh, what do you call it, was his duty, again, to fight for Hastinapur. So, all of them, they had their own personal reason, not because of their love for Duryodhana. So, Duryodhana knew this, therefore he taunted him by saying, Dvijottama. But then he said, you listen about our own warriors also. Nayaka mama of my army, the great leaders of my army. You listen, hear about them also. See, most of them were not leaders. Javardasti, they were brought. Some of them, yeah, but he calls them leader. Some of them were tricked into helping him. Some of them were tricked to come and help. But he calls them nayaka. Nayaka mama sanyasya sangmyartam tan bravimite. But I know, he says, no, just for your information I am telling you. You know it, but uh, uh, FYI, for your information. Again, that nervousness is there. So for your information, I am telling you. Okay, tell. Then he realized that he is uh, talking too much. And uh, he had come there to get some strength from Dronacharya and just to see that, uh, encourage him and all. But he started talking something negative only. So in order to uh, pacify him and make him little happy, He mentions his name first only. He says, Bhavan Bhishmasya Karnaşya Kripashya Samitin 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 Jayaya Ashwatthama Soma dattista Soma Bhavan bhishma shakarnascha. Kripascha samitinjaya. Ashvatthama vikarnascha. Soma dattista he says bhavan. First bhavan means uh, yourself. It's uh, out. With respect, thyself, yourself, Bhavan, He takes his name first. Though uh, he should have taken Bhishma Pitamaha because he was the main commander, but here to just uh, uh, what you call lighten the atmosphere, he takes his name first. He says, "You are the great warrior from my side." Then Bhishma Pitamaha. Bhishma Pitama has, uh, we know, mighty warrior. He was so powerful, but he had his own uh, weaknesses and here he was tied down by his own vows and all. Therefore, one of the lessons we learn from this is uh, we should take vows, but we should be careful before taking it. Uh, If we take, then we should keep it. But we should not be in a hurry to promise also. Some people, they just are first person to promise. Then they are the first person to break that promise also. So don't be in a hurry to promise. But if you keep up, I mean, given a promise, then keep it. So here, Bhishma Pitamaha, a mighty warrior, and he had Ichhamaran. He had this uh, great... Uh, Ability, uh, a blessing that he can die at will. Nobody can kill him. Therefore he was lying on that uh, um, bed of arrows. So many arrows had pierced his body, but still he was alive. Then he waited for Uttarayan to give up that body. So he was a mighty warrior. Bhishma Pitamaha. Then Karna Karna was also a great uh, personality, but had his own problems. First of all, he was born uh, the uh, what you call eldest uh, son of uh, Kunti herself. Kunti was given a vardhan that she can invoke the gods, and by their blessings, she can get children. Huh? Various such stories are there. And she was not married also, that time she had this vardhan. So she was curious, like, what is this now, this vardhan and all. So let me try it out. Let me check it out. So she invoked the uh, sun god. So sun god appeared, blessed her, and she became pregnant, and a child was born. Karna was born. She was not married. Then she was totally uh, confused, scared, and she uh, abandoned that child, put him in a basket and all, and abandoned, and um, what do you call that, um, uh, Radheya, he was called Radha, that uh, tribal man, he adopted him, and he was taken care of. So Karna, though born of a great uh, mother, and he was a Pandava only, he would have become. But he was unfortunate; he did not know about it, and he was totally abandoned. And uh, the son, I mean, the, his father or his blessings of the Lord's son, and one of the though lot of negative qualities were there in Karna, but one of the very good quality of Karna is that he was a great Dhanavir. He he never refused anyone who came and asked for anything. That was his policy. Anything you ask and he is to give. So just before the war, he was born with Kavach and Kundala and it was unpierceable. Nobody could pierce that Kavach Kundala which he was wearing like a, like a natural uh, armor like. But before the war, Indra Bhagwan came and asked for this Kavach Kundala, and he just gave it. By Indra's blessing, Arjuna was born. By Surya's blessing, Karna was born. So uh, Indra, in order to protect his own uh, as though child, he came and asked for this Kavach Kundala from Karna. So it is said that even at the time of his death, when he was lying there, somebody came and asked for uh, help. So that time he said that uh, I don't have anything here, but my he had some golden uh, tooth. He broke it and gave it as dana to him. So a great Danvir. And uh, he had also gone for the swayamvar of Draupadi and all. And there uh, he was uh, insulted that you are some tribal person and all, and only prince is uh, allowed here. And then that time, Duryodhana, he uh, made friendship with him. He said that I have, uh, I gave give him this uh, particular village or this kingdom, so now he is a king. So he made friendship with Karna, and Karna remembered this all the time. And therefore, because of his friendship, with Duryodhana, when he was being uh, discriminated, Duryodhana accepted him. Therefore, he was very much fond of Duryodhana, and he remained with him as a friend all the time. Later on, just before the war, see, lot of strategies happened before the war also, because uh, war is not fought only on that day. War is fought before also. It's quite interesting. Even the year from the Kaurava side, as well as from the Pandava side, war, cold war or strategies had already begun. Even Dhritarashtra had sent some message to Arjuna to demoralize him, to tell him that how can he fight with Bhishma and Dronacharya and all. And the same words comes out of Arjuna in the first chapter, which Dhritarashtra had sent uh, to him. So, from the Pandava side also, uh, first of all, uh, mm, uh, before just before war, the Kunti declares to Karna that you are my child. You are my son. And that was a real confusion of the mind then. So, it is quite... A, when you know this is my enemy and you are pakka about the enemy, then it is clear, you can fight. But then your enemy, and suddenly you come to know that you are elder brother. And then they also don't know. And it's quite confusion. So he was thoroughly uh, demoralized before the war itself. Hmm. Also, his uh, charioteer was Who? Shailya. This Shailya wanted to fight with Pandavas. He was on the side of the Pandavas. But uh, Duryodhana and all tricked him in such a way that he uh, went on the side of the Kauravas. But his uh, heart was with the Pandavas. He wanted to be with the Pandavas. And he was made the charioteer of Karna. So when the war was happening... This Shailya is to constantly demoralize that Karna. Very, very strange. See, this Karna and all this are within us. So here, Arjuna was also a powerful warrior. Karna was also a powerful warrior. They were equal like. In fact, if you just look at the power and all, sometimes Karna was more powerful. But Arjuna had Krishna as his charioteer and Karna had Shailya as a charioteer. Krishna is to encourage and advise our Arjuna in the right direction. He taught him how to follow the path of Dharma. He taught him what is right and what is wrong. He gave him strength. He empowered him. Our own intellect is like our charioteer, which can empower us by right understanding, by right uh, knowledge, but on the other hand, this shailya is to demoralize that Karna. See, <laughs> charity driver manliji, and why he kept him, I don't know. But uh, driver, beach beach some irritating So he will be talking all sorts of things, and uh, when and he will praise Arjuna. He says Arjuna is okay, a very good warrior. Arjuna? Arjuna? So he used to praise Arjuna and demoralize him. So it was uh, he was tortured poor fellow from so many sides. Out of friendship of Duryodhana he fought here. Bhishma Pitamaha did not like because of his attitude and all. Dronacharya did not like him because of his attitude. Uh, he did lot of wrong things uh, against uh, draupadi also and against the pandavas also by giving all sorts of faulty advice to drona i mean Duryodhana <coughs> he became a dhal to the negative person see when you defend a, a negative person adharmi you may be you may be a very good person but if you are defending a adharmic person and when the arrow comes first it should hit you only and then it will hit the dharmic. To defend those who are negative is also like being negative. I cannot say that I am a very good person. I am so dharmic. I always go to the temple. I am a good person. So what if I am serving a, a, a killer? So what if I am serving a terrorist? I am a very honest, loyal, duty, uh, conscious person. That person told me to keep this bag at that platform. I just kept it. So, if a person is serving a negative person, that person is also negative. So, Karna, though he had some some good qualities, but here he was defending Duryodhana. Bhishma Pitamaha also was defending Duryodhana. Dronacharya was also defending Duryodhana. So they had to be fought and uh, defeated. Hmm. Therefore this hard truth was, is revealed in Bhagavad Gita. So Bhishma, Pitama, Karna, then Kripacharya. Kripacharya also was a brother-in-law of Dronacharya and a great warrior. Samitin victorious in war. He also did not die in this war. He did not die. Some some of them did not die. Then Ashwatthama, Ashwatthama, the son of Dronacharya. Dronacharya had soft corner for his son Ashwatthama, and he declared also. He told that nobody can defeat me if I have a weapon in my hand. Nobody can defeat me. But if I drop my weapon, I can be defeated. He declared. He told somebody his secret. Then he also said that if something happens to my son, then it will be very demoralizing for me. I won't be able to lift the weapon. So during the war, this Ashwatthama, it was difficult to kill him also. So the Pandavas did a strategy. They killed a elephant named Ashwatthama. Hmm? It's quite strange. It reminded me of a joke. One person said, my goat barks. He said, how can your goat bark? He said, my dog is named goat. (laughs) Anyway, so this uh, elephant was named Aswathama. Therefore, we should keep some very different type of name to dogs and cats and all. Huh. So they killed this Ashwatthama elephant and they made a big gulla Ashwatthama died. Ashwatthama is dead. Ashwatthama is dead. And the war, thousands of people, lakhs of people involved fighting in different places and who dies and who is alive, it is very difficult to find out. So they created a big noise that Ashwatthama is dead. And when Dronacharya came to hear about this, he got real uh, shattered like. But he was not sure. He knew that this might be some trick and strategy of the enemy. And, but whom can you ask? The only person who was righteous was Yudhishthir. He knew Yudhishthir doesn't lie. Yudhishthir will never lie. And Yudhishthir was really a righteous person, never lied. But Krishna Bhagwan told him that just to be truthful, itself is not dharma. What is important, satya, when there is a conflict between satya, means truth, and welfare, then welfare is more important. Hita, satya and hita, these two terms. When there is a conflict between satya and hita, Bhagwan Krishna told that hita is more important. When you tell the truth and the fellow it is not good for that person, then that time not to tell the truth is also a proper thing to do. Hita is. So the welfare of the, the whole fight was against this <coughs> dharma and the idea was to destroy this. So using various strategies, you have to destroy a dharma. It's like suppose some disease is there in the body, Some uh, the whole strategy is to remove that disease or some uh, germs and all, remove them, kill them. You can use various strategies to do it. Similarly here, this point was, though uh, uh, Yudhishthira was quite hesitant, he did not uh, fully understand it, but then finally agreed. And then Dronacharya asked Yudhishthira, that is it true? He said, yes, Ashwatthama is that. Which is also true. Aswatthama is that. But then he added further. Narova kunjarova. He said, to human being or an elephant, I don't know. Hmm. Which was not necessary for him to add, but still he had this little doubt about the whole thing, so he added that. But anyway, when Dronacharya heard this, he knew that uh, Yudhishthira, uh, what he is saying is true. My son must have died. So he just dropped his weapon. And when he dropped his weapon, drishtadyumna came and killed him. So like that, uh, this many things happened in this uh, war. Hmm. So he reveals that name, Ashwatthama. Then Vikarnaha. Vikarna was also one of uh, very Important warrior from the Kaurava side, Vikarna. Actually, Vikarna was the only person who objected when when Draupadi was insulted. Though he was in the Kaurava side, but he was very very righteous. I mean, had some good qualities. Then Somadevtasthayvacha. Then Somadevi, uh, the son of Somadatta, that is Bhurishrava. He is also in the Kaurava side. So like that this Duryodhana is naming, enumerating some of the important warriors. Further, Bahava Chabahava Shuraha. Madhartetakta nana shastra praharanaha, sarve yuddha visaradah anmech bahavashuraah madarthe tyakt nana shastra praharanaah sarve yuddha Uh, not only this, but he says, there are many other heroes, warriors, who are there on my side, now I can't list all the names of all of them, but they are there, and they have come, here the arrogance of uh, Duryodhana is revealed, he says, all of them have come, abandoning their life for me, because They had come here to die only. So they had come here abandoning their life for my sake. Mother. Now here he had that arrogance that they were all fighting for him. But as I have said that everyone had their own compulsion and uh, uh, and still they were there. See, uh, whether you Uh, there is no compromise in case of dharma. You cannot say that because of compulsion I have become adharmic. You cannot say. You cannot say that, uh, oh, because of compulsion I have to drink this poison, what to do? If you drink poison, whether by compulsion or willingly or by any other method, it will kill that person. Because that is the law. Law doesn't see whether you, you are following it because of compulsion or because of your emotion or why it is if something wrong is done it gets the you will get the wrong result the appropriate result it's like somebody jumps from the terrace out of compulsion out of love for newton out of uh, hate <laughs> whatever be the reason the person comes down with the same speed Ne? Whichever Newton has noted down, same that fellow comes down. It doesn't uh, care whether you are doing it out of love or whatever. Similarly, all these people who were fighting on the side of the Kauravas, they might be good in a particular aspect, but they were now all on the side of Adharma. Hmm. So, Madarte Takta Jeevita, they have come abandoning their life for me. Nana Shastra Praharnaha. And all of them are well skilled in various weapons and Praharna. See, there are two types of weapons. One is which you hold in your hand and fight. And another is which is released from the hand. It's called Ashtra and Shastra. Or the Shastra means that which is hand, held in the hand. And Praharana is that which is released, hmm. like the arrows and all are released. But uh, but a sword one keeps in one hand and fight. So all these warriors they were well masters of these various weapons. Survey yuddha and all of them are uh, well skilled in warfare. So they have come here. To fight for me. So this, all this, our Dronacharya, I mean Duryodhana is uh, telling to Dronacharya. Then what happens? Then a very important thing happens that we will see in our class tomorrow. Now we will conclude with a prayer you close your eyes and chant om three times o Shanti Shanti Hari Om Shri Gurubhya Namaha Hari Om Namaha Hari